Okay. Hey, we're fired. Yeah. We don't sound fired, but we're fired. We live, baby. We're trying to keep it a, a little cooler from last week, you know? <laughs> last week we were too fired. Take a chill. A little yeah. too on fire. I have apologies to make. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, nah, you don't have to My apologize. opinions. <laughs> I was barely watching the game. There's lemon cellos coming everything. Of course I thought Bruno wasn't playing well. I wasn't watching. Yeah. It was all bias. Yeah, all that, that first day of the World Cup hit us real hard. <laughs> it was almost like the first day of our podcast. We were just so excited that we just... At nothing was usable. You, <laughs> you can't rescind your opinions after watching the Uruguay game. No, it's not after. I, I rescind my before. opinions before the Uruguay game. Yeah. yeah. He did say before the game started. Yeah, that, that, that these were some bad opinions <laughs> yeah. that were coming out. All the things some I said publicly stuff. were wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and Bruno played well in the first game. He made a couple nice passes. Really okay. nice yeah. passes. <laughs> I tried to save you. He said played you're well. Be, you're being an idiot. He played well. <laughs> Gentlemen. Let's broaden our minds. Lawrence? Hey, I just got broaden my mind, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Open wide for the soccer! Just got the glove. Block the wind. We have top players. Portugal. Welcome to the Portugal Corner. Let's talk about soccer. It is the World Cup. We're talking about the World Cup. The good, the bad, the funny. What's up? My name is Evan. I'm Pat. Justin. <laughs> I'm Chris. Hey. <laughs> Alrighty, we got uh, episode 86. We just watched Portugal play Uruguay. We're going to start this episode with the guy that wore 86, Mr. Tiago Felipe Oliveira Dantes. Oh, Tiago Dantes. Uh, almost has the same birthday as Jesus there. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. He's getting there. Born on One Christmas Eve. Yeah. If these uh, stats you brought up are correct and it says he's 5'7", when I see him, he looks like a very tiny man. 5'7 is taller than me, actually. <laughs> so I should not uh, call him tiny. Yeah, well, I think it's more that he's like a string bean than he's like short. Right. But he is just barely, he's got no meat on him. And that's going to have to change. Yeah. That's skinny boy. He went to Bayern to try to bulk up doing their, their bulk system. That's what and th- I he think, didn't come back that much bigger. I thought that's what Benfica thought would happen. Like, you see Kimmich, uh, Goretzka over there. They're, Davies. Uh, they're, Schwarz- they're on the Schwarzenegger diet. <laughs> yeah. And maybe Ta- Thiago Dantes could get some of that, but you know what? It, it didn't happen yet, but he's still young. And sometimes, uh, you know, for, for guys that takes a, their metabolism has to change, you know, and shit like that. You know, I watch mm-hmm. a lot of workout videos on, on TikTok and yeah. stuff. So. I think he has to take the mutant mass. <laughs> yeah. He's got to get one of those crazy supplements that, or uh, as I like to call it, the mutant ass. Yeah. <laughs> he's to take right. big shits. Uh, well, he's on loan to, uh, Pauk in Athens right now. Uh, still officially a Benfica player. Let's hope they don't sell him. Cause if they sell him to Pauk. That's the end. Well, I mean, there's different options, right? He could be a Jetson Paulo Bernardo type, or he could be a Florentino Renato Sanchez type. Like, uh, are you going to be a, a star or a, or a flop? Mm-hmm. And I think it, because of the size and strength, it all depends on ball handling. Can you make the passes? Can you be a little wizard on the ball? You know? You know so. what? I've hated that Benfica had given up a lot on a lot of players that I've liked over the years. And I'm going to make a call. I'm going to say, Give up on this guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's done. Hey, you don't want him? You don't, you're don't. you not feeling it, right? He's 21. I, I mean, I don't... I think we got other guys. He's got time. I enjoyed watching him on uh, Tondela last year. That was fun. When oh. he grabbed his balls. And yeah, like, hey. he didn't do bad on Tondela. It was but, okay. But Patrick, what's going to happen when like a year or two from now, Benfica win the Champions League? They sell off some of their guys, you know? Yeah, maybe we'll need him down the road. You might need him. But maybe he needs to get... We need to let him go free. If you love and something. Yes. And uh, he'll find, like, Celtic. He'll go with Celtic or something, <laughs> and he'll have the best time of his life. Or maybe he's just like a, like a Guimarães player. You know what I mean? Yep. That could, be a, that could be a reality. Well, anyways, been having fun watching Thiago Dantes. Hope to see more of him. Hope he's still uh, relevant in a few years and not just playing in the Greek League. I like the guy. I hope for the best. Yeah, same here. All righty. Panini stickers. Let's do it. We're almost there. Let's rip them. Where are the Portuguese cards? I got a piece of the World Cup. 
Eustachio. No way. I got Eustachio. That's really good. Love it. I kind of got a banger Say too. Nava. I got I got Larea. Oh, oh, nice Canadian banger. Oh, of the World Cup. We got the top last time. The rest I got are uh, Mbabu and uh, I got Mason Mount. So. Listen, you guys all got Pikachu's, right? What? I got me a Charizard. You right got a Charizard. You got a what a week! Ruben, Ruben Nevs. Amazing. Boy. Portuguese Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Portuguese. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> he really was. He was really demonstrating those looks, especially when he untied his hair today with that multiple Jim, times. Jim Caviezel in uh, the Passion of the Christ kind of looks. Ooh, Jim Caviezel. <laughs> you know the actor? <laughs> that's a deep play. cut. <laughs> yeah, brother. That's, that's a who played Jesus in Passion of the Christ. Hell yeah! Alrighty. Uh, last week we started. We did things a bit backwards because I feel like there was so much we had to catch up on the World Cup that we're like, let's talk about the Portugal game at the end. We're doing all different this week. We're coming in hot. We just watched the game. Let's get to it, guys. Portugal versus Uruguay. 2 nothing. We got the points. We made it through. Probably going to be in first place, hopefully. Going to knock on wood there. Woo! Uh, first half was a little bit of a snoozer, I will say. Yeah. I mean, we looked like the better team, obviously. Passing the ball, you know, a lot of possession. But when you're not scoring, or not even not scoring, but not getting opportunities, mm-hmm. it's still frustrating, even if you are, even if you do have most of the possession. And Uruguay didn't have a lot of possession, but they had two opportunities. They had us. the best chance of the half, yep. for sure. You got to be patient. Tire yeah. them out. Yeah. I, I wasn't a snoozer for me because I'm fully invested in it. I was hanging on every pass. I was liking the way that things were looking because we were totally in control of the game. Like, there was nothing to really criticize. I mean, you had other to hang than on. A, other than a lack of guile, don't you think? Like, <laughs> we had the ball. We weren't letting Uruguay play at all. Like, Uruguay was, might have been, might as well have been, uh, I don't know, what's like the last ranked team in the world, like Zambia or something. <laughs> like,. <laughs> Uruguay did nothing. They had nothing against us. No, I don't know, man. And everyone's worried about like they're talking about. We, there's Darwin. There's Federico Valverde on Real Madrid. Valverde didn't have a match. He d- he wasn't there. He didn't play. No, they were pressing hard, and our defense and William were just way too chill. Like they were making some weird passes. They were passing to guys that were covered by like three or four guys around them. We were like, as soon as you make that pass, they're gonna get pressed. They're gonna lose the ball. I w- I wasn't happy with William in the first half. Really? That badly? Yeah, like, it's like his passing is slow, and I think he gave up the ball like once. But <laughs> twice? And I'm going to say something crazy. I think for now, Santos has managed this first two games masterfully. Yeah. Like, he planned for Valverde and these it. guys, so he put William and, and Ruben in there to neutralize their midfield, and it worked. Like, we had all the possession. They couldn't really get anything done, so I yeah, I can't analyze the game too much because I'm not like a fucking sportscaster or anything like that, but it just felt right. Like, it felt good. Oh, you're, now you think you're stupid in this podcast. <laughs> well, you have a lot more sober. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Otavio was injured. Danilo fractured three of his ribs in training. I don't know how you do that. How yeah. hard are you training, bro? He goes hard in training. You got to train hard or else you don't make the team. Yep. Or someone like Paulina. He know, he's, he's a <laughs> tough guy and he's like, you know what? I got to switch this team up. Fucking elbow right to the rib <laughs> on Danilo. Yeah. Bad game last time. <laughs> the wall of Diogo Costa, man. Shout out to that guy. He held it down. Oh, without uh, him, yeah, it could have been. A <laughs> I love him. Fantastic performance. Uh, do you think that he was, breakaway. Do you think he was tested very hard other than the breakaway? Absolutely. Uh, I mean, there's other instances where they just kept passing it back to him. He was comfortable. Yeah. There's other times where free kicks he had to set up the like that's his job setting up the free kick mm-hmm. well and playing it perfectly and not being caught out like look what happened to Courtois and stuff earlier in the week and stuff you know these are all pressure situations for him and he's handling it good plus last week there was uh you know the Ghana player who was like basically a, a ninja behind him like sneaking up behind him and he's like he's like all right none of this shit's gonna happen this game yeah. after, after that happened said to Patrick I think Dio Kasha is gonna be locked in yeah. Like from here on out, he is going to be super hyper focused. Did you guys see the video when he the game ended? He was all sad. He was like, "Oh, I fucked up. Oh man!" Mm-hmm. And Ronaldo goes to him. He's like, "We won. Like, uh, be happy." Yeah, yeah. yeah relax. Jo- Jose, saw, Jose saw. Tried to put his mouth up and make him smile. <laughs> that was a little too much. <laughs> <laughs> all right, they're friends. That yeah, it's okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's the uh, second coming of the Joao Moutinho video. Obviously, of Ronaldo's leadership and whatever. And you they, know what? If we need leadership and sentimental value from him, that's great because we're not getting goals right now. So anything he can do to help lift up the team and stuff. I don't think he was bad, though, in the game. Ronald? 
Ronaldo? I don't think so either. Ronaldo. He does a, lots of calcanyasus, like a little, like those flicks and yeah. shit like that. It, sometimes it works. It's very effective because it moves the ball faster than it would like a stop the possession and pass yeah. it, you know? But it's also hard to say because like, obviously it's different at the end of the game when the other team's tired. They're a little deflated. We were up by goals and then we get those big subs and you take Ronaldo off the field and it's like, yeah, they look like a whole different team, obviously, because it's a whole different set of players out there after the substitutions, but uh, they look just like exciting. And happy and fun and like playing like lighter and looser and yeah the subs seem more optimistic. I like the Ramos for Ronaldo sub, especially when we're up winning and I think Ramos can hold the ball up better and win the ball back. Those subs were exactly what we were calling for. Like I think everyone sitting there watching was one of the exact same thing, and yeah. I think everyone on Twitter and 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 Isn't, all across the Portugal nation wanted yeah. those subs. I was happy happened. when that happened. And it was like, everyone's like, it's two minutes too late. Because we were starting to get a really pinned back. And we're actually what, lucky that no one got okay. Those, they held it off until the subs. We made those like almost same subs last week, too. We still like kind of capitulated. 75th instead the of 80th. The last game he took too long. Took too long this game, too. 75th instead of 80th, I think, would have been better. Because we were getting pinned back. And yeah. we were lucky to get away with it. But then you saw once those guys came on, game changed. It changed and everything. It, and we were saying because he did the Rafael Leão first and he likes Le- Rafael Leão as a weapon against their tired guys but then he lost the guy in midfield and then the midfield balance changed where Uruguay started getting the midfield back exactly. we needed those guys back in to regain the midfield but you, you I can't will, leave William out there by himself I will say though after we got that first goal and we started getting a lot of possession I liked the fact that he brought Leão in and didn't fortify the midfield because I was like if Leão comes in it's like a little added spark a little mm-hmm. bit more flair yeah. to the already pushing attack if we get a second goal that's a different game. Then sub whoever in, like, you know, rest the tired guys. But it's also, it's like, yeah, you can cluster up the midfield, but with adding Liao, you keep him wide, and it's like as long as you can find him out wide while he's alone, like, he can make his own space after that. Yeah, and that's going to tire out their defense and midfield as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here's another guy you have to watch out for, right, for Uruguay. It's yeah. Like, we just put on our, like, secret X weapon. Now what are you going to do about that, right? Pep, back in the lineup after that Danilo injury. That guy held it down. Didn't look like he missed a day of soccer in his life. He looked solid. Not bad. What can you say? I think he'll probably play the rest of the tournament. I think so. I mean, I would I would think that maybe the next game, he maybe, you know, maybe a little Tony Silva action. Yeah. I think that's a good idea. I would like that. But yeah. he might just want to stay with Pep, keep Pep in shape for the, the round yeah. 16 game. Or at least game. play him half the game or something like that. Yeah. Or do a half. Half and yeah. half's a good compromise. Because going forward, it's like, you know, we're through. Obviously, a... I think one point would secure us first place yeah. if we don't have that already. Do we just throw out the young guys that haven't played? Like, I want to see Vitini out there. I want to see Tony Silva get a run. I want to see Dalo. I we, think we want first, but we can fuck around and find out. <laughs> and, like, yeah. just sort we, of try different guys. We can still tie and end up first. We can still lose and end up first on goal difference, I think. Mm-hmm. I True. think the Antonio Silva one is you want to put him in because... Later on in the tournament, let's say one of your guys gets hurt. God you forbid. want this. God forbid. God forbid. Knock on wood. God you want forbid. the time you throw him in to not be the first time he plays in the in, in the, the tournament Cup. in a semifinal. Let's say, inshallah, yeah. we get there, right? <laughs> inshallah. Yeah. But this game is so lax, and I think we might even comfortably beat Korea, so that you can put Antonio Silva in later. And like he can get a feel for the game. Yeah. Let him feel more pressure right away. Yeah. Feel the intensity of the right in the beginning. See yeah. if he can handle yeah, it. Yeah, no, I would like And that. I know he can because he's played two games against PSG. He's played against Mbappe. He's played against Neymar. Like, it, yeah. this is going to be fine. Yeah. If that's a test for him, the next round is going to be even harder. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So trial by fire. Put him in right away. I can't believe people are like, the World Cup, the whole different They're animal. They're scared, yeah. Like, no. come on, man. Like, this is nothing. This is Qatar, first of all. <laughs> and like, going to like PSG and Juventus is, is way bigger. Instead of having, uh, you know, half the stadium is with you, half the stadium is against you. Imagine going into PSG and the entire stadium is against you, except for like one little corner over there that's Benfica, right? Like, yeah. that's a bigger test, you know? So, yeah, put him in. And I think we'll be better off in the long run. Mm-hmm. People put so much pressure on center back. Like, Ronaldo played when he was, what, 17, 18 on 19, Portugal? Yeah. Maldini. Or, 19, or even Maldini. I'm not saying this guy's going to be the next coming of Maldini, <laughs> but I think Maldini played in 1994, right? Like, when he was pretty young. So, I haven't watched maybe all- 90. I haven't watched all the games of the World Cup, 
Was this the first streaker we had? Was it first streaker? one I saw? You saw his dick and balls? <laughs> dick and balls, baby. No, well, someone first pitch invader. Pitch invader. I think it was. I think everyone's been too scared of getting the bullet to the back of the head, uh, <laughs> Joe Pesci style. Yeah, and we're never gonna see this man again. But he, he decided to get real brave and rush the field with uh, some images on his shirt and a little rainbow flag. Maybe he was American, so you can't kill an American. Mm. Anyway, you start a war like that. It's a different world out there, Patrick. Oh. Well, his, I mean, his his name was Franz Ferdinand, though. Oh, true. oh. he was Hungarian, Austro-Hungarian. Yep. Um, Back to the footy. Uh, Mendes. Yep. Guerrero versus Menge. Uh Sad to see him go down injured. Man, that play where Mendes just like we were kind of being him back, and he just took the ball. Pushed it past like their winger, and then like you're like he's not getting to that before the defender gets to it. Dusted and he does. him. You're like, Dusted him. You turn on the jets. It was crazy. That man's fucking fast. And yeah. then I think he went down not too long after. That. Yeah. So I yeah. think that might have blown out his hammy or something. Might have something to do with it. He just came off an injury, so yeah. maybe he wasn't fully ready. But they're like, you can play. He was probably like working into it the entire game. Like, okay, okay. And then he's like, no, I got this. Let me try this. And he boom, mm-hmm. he went. And then right after, like. Pretty in a minute or two after that, he went down he, on his own. I think the trainer was like, hey, Pa, don't turn on those jets just yeah. yet. <laughs> Not for this game. Not the afterburners. He did it. He did it. Blew a gasket. He, he redlined. Fuck. It was sad. He, is, he's a he young was boy. A, he was crying. He did cry, yeah. 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 But the way he got up and walked away, maybe he just, hopefully, he just pulled it again. He didn't tear it. Tear it. You're oh, done. No. Mm-hmm. I hope no, because he walked. It wasn't serious. Yeah. I feel like also Guerrero came in. I don't think we missed a beat. I, I love Guerrero. I, I said the last game he was good. This game he was fine. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Great good. performance. The first goal, Bruno pops it in and just looks like he's throwing a cross into the box. Ronaldo tries to get to it. He's the first one there. No one's man marking him. Onside. He's, he's clearly onside. The one guy's playing him onside. All Ronaldo has to do is get his head to it. Or not. And yeah. still yeah. Play either way, well, it goes in. I'll tell you why it looked like a cross. That's because it was a cross. <laughs> it was a cross. Yeah. Uh, and I think Ronaldo got to it. I think he touched it. Flick of the hair? I think it skinned his hair. It skinned his hair. <laughs> if he gelled his hair hard like he did back in the day, maybe. Well, you see his hair move. So, like, if the ball hits your hair, isn't that your goal? Like, your hair is attached to your body, but your hair is dead. No, his Your hair, hair is not mm-hmm. actually alive, right? That's so, true. Well, I think oh. this, this was a point Patrick made when we were watching the game. What if that's Fellaini? If it's Fellaini, that's Fellaini, I think that's a that's a Fellaini. That's a goal. Fellaini goal, and that's why Fellaini grows his hair out to so get to get more goals. <laughs> well, he cut it, and he became a, a very shitty player. <laughs> True. I heard uh, this is a total side note. I heard it, I forget which team he signed for, but he was like contractually obligated to keep his hair. He wasn't allowed to cut his hair. Oh, huh. it's part of his image and like yeah, probably sells. United when he when he went there. Yeah. They're all big on the marketing and stuff yeah, like that. Those bastards. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, I would say with the Ronaldo thing, I don't know if it was his hair that got to it, or I think it was the whoosh of the ball that mm. made his hair move. That's that's my take. A whoosh can move your hair. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was the whoosh. Yeah, this is a uh, whoosh versus a uh, skim of yeah. the head. Yeah. Either way, you know we fucking went crazy. Yep. He went. And he celebrated like he scored. And I think they announced it on the, at the stadium. And As then, Ronaldo, yeah. 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 But even when they scored and they were celebrating, he wasn't sure. He was like, I don't know if it was yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> there was two different screens of guys going up to me like, did you touch that? And him going, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> nah, I don't know. Yeah, he said it could have been a whoosh. It could have <laughs> yeah. been a skim off my head. Yeah. Off and then when he heard the uh, the announcers say Ronaldo through like the stadium speakers, he, he just fucking flexed <laughs> so hard. <laughs> went, ah. He went off. I knew it was me. I knew I got yeah. to it. He was kind of <laughs> laughing like, I don't know if that's yeah. right. <laughs> but it's funny that they gave it to me. And then eventually they did not. <laughs> uh, Bruno claims that goal at the end of the day, and then he gets another one. And he worked his way up to it. He was uh, running into the box, tried to uh, meg one guy. He goes down, puts his hand on the floor first, moves the path of the ball. We get a penalty. Yeah, he, he made it, and you know, someone said, uh, I saw just someone on Twitter right now. Some jabroni who likes Manchester United. He's like, that's a very natural, that's the most natural hand position you could ever have. It's a natural hand position. Mm-hmm. Buddy, it changed the direction of the ball. Yeah. And otherwise, if that if his hand wasn't there, then he is in on the goal. Yeah. Just him and the goalies. So. Natural. What the hell is the guy doing on the floor? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. true. It's the most natural. That's how I sleep. It's yeah. natural. <laughs> <laughs> One hand on the floor. So Bruno bags that penalty with his little hop, skip, jump thing. Goes to the left. Kind of kind of soft shot, but the goalie picks the other way. Uh, the Portuguese uh, players, huge protest. 
towards the ref. They said, come on, that's got to be, you got to at least look at it, look at it. So much so that Ruben Diaz gets a yellow card. But we were right. Yep. So then it they got rescinded. Rescind it should be rescinded. But even if, even if you're right, you can't harass the ref. You know, when you're right, you're right. You're allowed, <laughs> and when you're right, you're allowed to punch the ref in the face yeah. and say, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> that was a pedal. Okay, I just want to talk about two things here. One, can you imagine if that guy's hand didn't touch the ball and it was just like a nutmeg and Bruno scored through on goal? That would have been the goal of the tournament. Yeah, he, so might have, he might have pushed it way too far that he couldn't even reach the second part. But we'll, Imagine never, if Ronaldo's we'll never know. hair touched that ball. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll crazy. I think Juan Felix was like ready in the box to pounce on it too, though. Yeah. I think that, someone would have got to it. Yeah, it would have been great. Two, I want to talk about the players protecting the spot. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, that was great. I don't know who was the first to do it, but I saw Bernardo was in there, but he can't really protect very much, so yeah. Ruben Diaz had to come in and make sure yeah. he was protecting I it. think Ramos went first there. Yeah, I saw Ramos just standing on it being like, what yeah. you guys And want? Ruben, he's a big guy too. Ruben yeah. protecting yeah. him. Protect, that's smart, man. That's, yeah. that's total. That's smart football, man. That's what we're doing. And he's like, I don't know what you guys do in the South American <laughs> leagues down there. You guys rip up the pitch. Well, they're dirty. And a couple guys kept trying even still. Yeah, it's Uruguay like, still went in there. They're like, we don't care. This is what we do. We're yeah. coming in. It's like when you're in a, in a club, uh, in a very uh, tight, like crazy rave, and you got your little circle, and everyone keeps walking through your circle, and yeah. so you're like, you know what? Protect the circle. We're yeah. not having these people walk through our little dancing circle, yeah, yeah. and they still go for it. Yeah. You're like, you gotta fucking block, box them out. Uh, another funny moment with that is when the ref was gonna go point to the spot, and Suarez was just standing in front of it. <laughs> I'm not letting you point. <laughs> not letting you make the point. You have to go around his head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Bruno was just on fire for the rest of the game. Once like Ronaldo and Felix were gone, he just became like, you're the guy that's gonna get. At the ball and he was taking shots and he wanted that hat trick. He had he a couple had chances to do it, yeah. One saved and then one hit the post. He mm -hmm. hit a post, yeah. Someone said, uh, I don't know, follow a bunch of Manchester United people. Bruno's kind of changed his game. He's not doing those crazy passes to no one anymore like we always used to chirp him for. Like, <laughs> I don't know, these first two games he's been playing pretty well and pretty controlled at least spreading the ball around so we made a joke we're going as far as bruno takes us but Ew. i mean we'll see hey, i said game, that sarcastically but the end of the game we were right he's been our best player yeah bernardo has not come through dude bernardo i don't know he's small and he gets bullied and i feel like he's very useful in very specific parts of the pitch like in yeah. when we're at the top of their box and you know we're kind of shuffling the ball around but other than that there's a couple times they move the ball up the wing and he just barely got to it. He just doesn't have the speed. We got to like find a way to use him properly. I don't know if he should start, but something's got to change. I feel like he's playing very safe and he's playing a little deeper than Bruno is doing more passes, not in the final in the box. But, then when but, yeah, he did but they, there were some bad passes and he had a bad game. And then when he, they did get to the final part of the game, and there was one where uh, the ball was going to go right into Joan Felix, and he was, I, Patrick said he was trying to dummy it, right? But it looked yeah. like he just caught the ball instead of dummied it, and it, it just went to nothing. Yeah, no, I think that was near the beginning of the game. They crossed yeah. the ball in, and Felix was, like, ready to pounce on it, and then Bernardo just took yeah. a hit onto it and, like, completely ruined the play. But you know what? Some guys shine and some guys don't. We're just happy that's a good collective performance. I think we were so... I was so caught up in the uh, alcoholic bliss of the last game. I was criticizing <laughs> everyone's performance. I mean, we're just happy that the team plays well, right? Like, of course. Jerome Felix didn't have a great game, that he didn't do anything spectacular or anything like that, but... But he looked confident, and he looked yeah. he looked good up there. And, like, and I'm sure the haters will say, well, yeah, the, when the Benfica players have a bad game, you don't say anything, but it has nothing to do with that. All right, let's check the Twitter. Got some questions. Nelson Carvalho, at Carve underscore Nelson. Bruno may have found his place on the right. Santos' second sub nearly cost us the game. The third sub fixed it. And then we took control back. Leon versus Felix is a serious discussion. Paulinha should start. William is okay. Why is Ronaldo taking free kicks? You know, that free kick was, if Bentecourt didn't get his head to that, that was going on the net. I mean, what yeah. else do you want? Probably walked away from that with a, with a big old concussion, man. Got to get it over the wall. Nowadays, Ronaldo can't get it over the wall. He just hits the wall every time. He can't get it up. He can't He's so old he up. can't get it up, yeah. you're saying? He can't yeah. get it up. <laughs> <laughs> I think in a close-range situation... From the left side, I want Guerrero taking it. And from the right side, I want Bruno taking it. But far away, I still like Ronaldo with those swervy blasts. What and about Ruben Neves? On the net. Ruben Neves, yeah. Come on. You, Ruben Neves is good at it. Ruben Neves, yeah. I feel like Ronaldo just like, he's like 2018 versus Spain. Like, I have to do that again. Yeah. I have to score a free kick. Man, he and that cross from Bruno, I said it last time. I said, man, like. 34-year-old Ronaldo heads that in. No skim, no swoosh. Like, that's headed 
to his cranium into the net. Right? Yeah, he's like, up there faster. For but sure. you don't need it. You just touch it with your hair and you score. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's fine. That's true too. Hey, uh, I I wanted to start every game. I know what the drop off is. Like I think Fernando Santos has a system and I really like it. I still hope he's a little more flexible with it and not too strict on it. Like this is my seventy fifth minute sub. It's Rafael Liao on. This is my 80th minute sub in this situation. It's these guys on, right? Well, yeah, like, you, you got to adjust just, to whatever game is happening, not just be like, this is what we do every single game. Because well, if you keep counter, do, if you keep doing that, that's when other teams read you, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leon versus Felix as a discussion. I don't know. I like what we got going. Felix is the starter. Leon is the um, the, the super weapon. sub. Yeah. yeah, I feel like Felix was really good today. Feel, yeah, Felix has been solid. Um, he, Felix also has a, like uh, I think Jimenez and Godin both played on Atletico Madrid with Felix. Mm-hmm. You like those kind of matchups, right? Put Felix on with the guys you used to play against. Yeah, and a couple years later, so they're even worse. He knows Suarez as well too. I like that start. Yeah, and then no. Leon has like. They're old. They're, a couple of those guys in the back are old. Let's mm-hmm. let Leon go fucking go and dust them. beast them while they were, but while they're tired, right? Do we feel like Leon is getting a little bit of like the charisma treatment? Obviously playing well, but he just doesn't get the the Portugal. Leon's super young. He's he's gonna play a lot. Yeah, yeah I think it's more uh, inexperience and um, you know composure or uh, confidence rather than like. Uh, charisma was like cocky and like uh, mm-hmm. he's hard to deal with right yeah mm-hmm. so i think it's a, a little bit different leon gets a bad rap of like he doesn't come back and obviously felix has been taught to come back on defense by simeone but uh so leon has that rap but i saw him today in the last 15 minutes last 10 minutes like he was back there leon yeah. was back there helping out you know he's not as good or as effective as some of the other guys but he, he's he's a body there he's a person paulinia should start next game sure. be down for that for pa- against korea yeah let's see what I he know. can do i've man. been saying since the start of tournament i love paulinia paulinia vitinia mateus nunes let's run with that i think that's, i think that's too young people, i wouldn't do all that there's <laughs> well, some like, against korea you nah, could I'd throw bruno you could but you don't want to like keep one guy there to keep them grounded you know i think you if you play all these guys against korea the the sub guys that came on later and you put start them against korea I think they can kill him. Yeah, it might and then be bad. it makes it makes you make a decision. Yeah, like Mateus Nunes and Paulinha and stuff. Like they'll yeah, destroy yeah. Korea. Yeah, and then round of sixteen, you're like, should I start these guys? No, I think Ronaldo's no, still gonna so? start because he minutes and like he wants goals. Like he's he's mentally there. Like he wants to break records and stuff. So you put him out there with the young kids, it'd be fun. Mm-hmm. But right. I will say, you know. I saw, I think, uh, one of the guys from Sporty 160, who's now a friend of... I guess these guys are friends of the pod, right? They're friends of the of course pod. They are. <laughs> friends of the pod. I'm uh, just Danny, though. <laughs> what about yeah. the Sam Fonseca? I got to do an ocular pout down on them <laughs> first. <laughs> no, they're all cool. But he said if, at this point, the William hate is racially based. Mm. Do oh. we want to even discuss oh. it? I don't think about if that still at hate all. It. I don't if, you're, no. if you're playing for Portugal and you're playing well, I don't care who you are. I don't care what you look. Just... I don't care who, who you are, are where you're from. from. Don't care <laughs> what you did, as long, long as, as you, you win. <laughs> no, no, no. But I think it's just like we're just. I think we're just kind of tired of him. It's like a Jean Moutinho yeah. situation. We're like, I don't want to see this guy anymore. You know yeah. what I mean? Like we got a couple of new guys, Mateo Snoons. You know, like would be Love great. Paulina would be great. But you know what? William played great. So. He did. He, he he generally had a good game. Uh, he, he brings a lot of composure. Yeah. Like, so that like that which we've said in the past. Yeah. So we're definitely it's definitely not us. Yeah. He's talking about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He brings a lot of composure. Which like some of the like Mateus Nunes, Paulinha, those guys are tenacious. They're goal getters, right? Like you put a couple guys like that out against a strong team. I think we can get exposed. Yeah. Well, they're young. They got something to prove. Yeah. William's positional sense is great. Comes back for the defense. He just, he's so silky smooth with his tackles. He's Mm -hmm. not going to, which is great too. He doesn't make fouls. He doesn't Mm -hmm. really, he'll get a yellow card once in a while, but he didn't have to today, which is good. Ruben never Well, he's a big guy. You throw your weight around enough, you're going to knock people down. I don't like the way he plays forward. He can't okay. pass forward. He almost, he almost scored in that uh, at the beginning of the yeah, game, too. Yeah, the, the pay to the Cristiano Ronaldo shouldered it to him. I would have loved that to go in, oh. but he didn't almost score. I would have loved that to go to Bruno, <laughs> and I would have went in. Yeah. I, I mean, that's a good point. Oh. I love the, the shoulder cross from Ronaldo. Yeah, off the uh, the throw-in, like the deep long, into the box. The long throw with the... Uh, offside throw. Offside you can throw. Be offside. Yeah. yeah, that with the shoulder cross, and then the volley. Oh, my God. That would be one of the... Maybe one of the most beautiful goals in history. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, but I think that's it's good to have uh, Bernardo with William. 
So Williams should just be like getting the ball, passing it right to Bernardo or whoever's close to him. And Bernardo he can't spring, pass forward. Yeah, and then Bernardo can spring the next uh, attacker. Yeah. Uh, moving on, Paul Rodriguez at Paul J. Rod, our boy. What up, Paul? Hey. <laughs> Says William is the key to the midfield. Oh, ah, he likes William. There well, you go. Staunch Willie boy. Those, well, hey, those are the green glasses he's wearing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we can say it to him, too. Uh, Nuno Menge injury hurts. He's dynamic. There's a big gap between him and Rafael. I don't know if I agree with that. I, like, I felt super happy seeing Guerrero out there. I thought he did amazing. I don't yeah. think it hurts, but I think Nuno Menge has a little bit of an X factor. And yeah. he's more physical at the back, too. Like, there's going to be some other guys that we come up against. Maybe later on in the tournament, like, I don't know, Dembele or uh, whoever Spain's got. Yeah. That you're going to want someone better than Guerrero. Do we want to do, do, do the Cancelo switch to left back? I don't think Fernando Santos is progressive enough to try that. He doesn't know how to do that? No, he doesn't. <laughs> He's not progressive enough to go by. You know what I mean? <laughs> he won't switch it up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Guerrero by. is going to make... Those dashing runs like uh, Nuno Menge. That's just not going to happen. You can't do that. You're not going to get it. Guerrero can play forward, though. Look, he, he does yeah, well. He does well on Dortmund, too, going forward, putting in some nice crosses, making nice runs, but he doesn't have that, like, explosive explosiveness. Speed. Yeah. yeah. Or but, even the deeks that Menge has. You th- but you think he's the type of player that's going to start a counterattack? I think he can. Uh, I, think I, th- the, I think if the ball's on his feet, I'm not crying. Yeah. He's yeah. also got experience. He's been here. He's won the Euro. Yep. He's solid. He plays at a high level every week. I, I don't know. He's fine. Uh, Liao can't be trusted to start. A little slow in transition. And on defense, leaves his side a bit open. Fair. Touched on a bit of that. Yeah, I'm yeah. not going to argue there. I think next. I think start him next game. See what happens. And in an important game, I'd be a little hesitant. You'd want to stick with what we somewhat similar to how we lined I, up today? I think so. Or like have him and um, Felix be like, you know. They kind of swap. Yeah. See that? Uh, Bruno on fire. Hell yeah. He's been, probably been the best player of our tournament so far. And then Paul also says Diaz has been a big disappointment. Pep is clear of him. If Silver replaces anyone, it's Ruben Diaz. Oh, my God. Whoa. I'm pissed. <laughs> Whoa. I don't know if we're watching where the does, same games, Paul. Where does this guy live? <laughs> I will find you. <laughs> Come on. Patrick, chill. I felt like they were pretty solid back there. I don't have too much critiques on the center backs. I felt pretty safe. Other than that one time he got exposed and the, the Uruguay player had yeah. a breakaway, that's the only time that I felt any sort of ways against uh, Diaz. But I but think he was, I think that's how the, that play was supposed to. Diaz did that on purpose. <laughs> yeah, because he yeah. um he knew that Diogo Costa would save it. Oh right, and I, like nobody uh, before that, he even told Diogo Costa, "I'm gonna do this move. I'm gonna let him go through, and you just have to do yeah. this little save that that just was a good ha- save." Have my back for one minute, please. Yeah, I think what I saw in the slow mo, he looked up at William, like because they both got bodied on that. I think yeah, he looked he up at William and was like, guys. "What the fuck just happened there? <laughs> we can't do that again." Yeah, like one of us has to get the ball, and uh, I think that was more. I'm gonna blame William more on that one. But uh, either way, I think Ruben Diaz is a great general. He's barking orders. He's telling everyone where to be. And then when the ball comes to him uh, from a pass from Diogo Costa or pass backwards, I always feel safe when he has the ball. Yeah, yeah. I feel sa- so much more safe of him moving it than uh, than Pepe. He, That's he moves it well. He's yeah. a great passer. You see him when the ball goes back, he passes it fast and straight to the other guy. Yeah, and it gets through to the other side quickly. But yeah. it's also cool is like in terms of being a leader and a captain, like. I feel like he works so well with Pep. Like, you'd think there'd be some kind of overlap of, like, Pep having, like, so much uh, history and experience and being that guy for so long. Yeah. But, like, Ruben Diaz comes in and he just, he does that job. They work well together. It's, like, no issue. There's no seniority complex or anything like that. Yeah. And that's great. Maybe, maybe Pep just likes to be the guy that goes in there. Like, maybe he doesn't want to have to be, like, a leader kind of guy. Like, even though he's older, like, just because you're older does, doesn't necessarily mean you have to, like, take on that leadership position, yeah. right? Yeah, maybe he knows, like, I've had my time. It's, like, yeah. it's these young guys' time. Like, they got to prove it, and they got to win this tournament. That, yeah. Then if that's the case, then that's kudos to Pep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, you know what? Because, you know, like, Pep is getting older. Maybe that's a little bit off his shoulders, too. He's like, look, I, all I got to do is make sure I defend my guy. Yeah. You know? And I know this guy behind me is going to get my back. I don't have to be the guy getting someone else's yeah. back all the time. I don't want to be play calling and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Last question from Lance Wilson at Creston Wave. Uh, disappointed with Liao. Didn't seem to bring the energy. Who will they sit, if anyone, against Korea? 
and then have to get first because we don't want to play Brazil. No, yeah. I do so, not want to play Brazil. Yeah, because I, f- I feel like you might not switch the team up so much against Korea. Yeah, it is Fernando Santos, and he's just like, these guys are winning. Let's just do the same thing. Yeah. Uh, if he sits anyone, Bernardo. I maybe. think Bernardo gets the start. I, I think, think Bernardo will start. I think the seat, yeah, maybe he does. You know maybe what? it doesn't now, change anything. Maybe it'll be his last start, and then going into the elimination games, he's like, okay, Bernardo, maybe his time's up then. I think that's you with those blue glasses on. Yeah. <laughs> blue-tinted glasses. Bring on Vitinha. I don't know. I feel like people like Bernardo in the team. Well, yeah, he's a cool guy. I'm sure he's got a lot of friends. I, I think Everyone likes him. Yeah, the, that's the thing. I think we can all think about guys that we want to see play or see in the, in the midfield rather than guys we want to take out and pull out of the midfield, right? Mm-hmm. So I say William sits. I say Cancelo. Uh, maybe yeah. I can see Cancelo sit for the next game. Ronaldo. I can't see him sitting just because he wants goals. Mm-hmm. And then whoever plays like top right, which I guess might be Bernardo, get uh, someone else. Let's see. Let's see a different body in there. Otavio. Otavio is hurt, but he might be back for the next game. So we'll see. Yeah. Oh right, right, right. Okay. I think no change in the lineup. He wants to win every game. That's another thing. Portugal's corner kicks. Oof. The corner kicks. Imagine we have a whole podcast dedicated how bad their corner. Well, this is the Portugal corner. We talk about the corners oh, only. This is very important. Portugal's next game is going to be against Korea. They just played Ghana, lost three two, kind of unjustly. They played a hell of a game. They were looking deadly on the crosses, but they're going to lose their most important man for the next game. <laughs> and that's Mr. Paulo Bento. Oh, 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 He had a right to be upset at the end of that game. I mean, Korea just, and I love the, I got to say, I love the way Korea plays. Mm-hmm. They're all heart. They're all full out. Obviously, they're down three to two and they're down two nothing. So they have everything to play for. They're like, we can't go in this last game with one point. That's. Dude, so they have hard. skill. They have a good, great so they, touch on the ball. So they were going. They were like, let's at least get a point out of this. And they just went full out, uh, balls to the wall. But they just couldn't get it done. Well, I agree with Paul Benton. I'll tell you why. There's only two times you get to call the end of the game. And that's when goalie's kicking it out or the play is kind of dead in the midfield. Mm-hmm. So what if they just keep getting corners? The game goes on forever? Keep playing it. Yeah, you know, Ghana was wasting a lot of time at the end. They were very scared, as they should have been, because Korea was all over them. But they yeah. were wasting a lot of time. It's true. Within they the, were wasting time in the act. In within the, the time. ten yeah. minutes, they had two injuries. They had a guy cramp. Yeah, they should have taken that corner for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah the cramping thing's so funny. Cramp. <laughs> <laughs> Great crossers on the ball. Great headers. Those were some impressive goals by them. For I the ones that went in, yeah. yeah. The players that got to those crosses, they really went for it and got the headers. It was really mm-hmm. impressive. Uh, same guy. Oh, yeah, it was both, yeah. Both were the same guy. Well, he does great at headers when yeah. people cross it. Mm-hmm. Son, I think, is effect- feeling those effects of that uh, that injury. He's not He's not the same son, it, it feels yeah, like. Yeah. He's not beasting and feasting out there. He had no, that, absolutely not. He had that chance, and it fell to him, and he should have hit it. The announcer said it, too. Should have hit it with the left foot, but he wanted to drag it back on the right, and then the chance was just gone. Well, obviously, he didn't feel comfortable, you know. And I've seen so many guys, it's on their wrong foot. They just slice across it with all the power they have, and it just goes in the stands, right? So yeah. he wanted it to at least hit the net, and by that time, the chance is gone. They are in our group, but it would have been so cool if Sun had like a great tournament with this mask on. The and Sun then mask. for years, Koreans would be wearing masks to World Cup. <laughs> it's true. It would be like a big thing. They but would. I don't know if they'll be so proud of the mask after this tournament. Has he scored a World Cup goal? Not Definitely not this year, but in oh, the past. Absolutely. Yeah. 2018 against Germany. So, yeah, I don't know. How are we feeling about Korea? They're looking good. They got a lot to fight for. I think it's still a little bit of a Hail Mary for them to make it through. So even, they definitely want to win. I even think it'll, it'll actually be tough, especially yeah. the history. And you want to talk history. about the history? Of course, Justin want to talk about the even history. Even if it Justin w- can't get over this game. I, I still can't. I'm going to wear my Portugal World Cup 2002 jersey oh. for Paulo, this game. Did Paulo Bento get a red in that game too? Absolutely. And there's no, a was, picture of it. It was Beto. Oh, it was Beto, yeah. But Bento played, but Beto was the guy who got the red card. Yeah. Uh, no, there was a side-by-side picture of Paulo uh, Bento getting a, in the Euro elimination. Him and Figo mm-hmm. and Nuno Gomes all like, uh, attacked the ref. Regardless, I think even if Korea was due to be eliminated, it'd be a tough game because these people just play for pride. They don't give a fuck what the points is. They're like, we're here. We're, these are our three games. This is the World Cup. It only happens every four years. We're going to try and win this game. We're going all in. It would have been hard regardless. But they do have a chance. And they have a chance. And There's, if a, we whiff. Take, There's if, a whiff of hope. If we take even a little foot off the gas, we need to be Nuno Manj. We need to redline this thing if we want all three points. Yeah, go on. What do you guys think is going to happen in Ghana, Uruguay? Because we played both these teams already. 
And what is it, what's your prediction? Like, if you had to make a little parlay or a pro line bet to, together with the Portugal bet, Ghana is going to beat Uruguay. I take Ghana. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uruguay still hasn't scored a goal. They stink. <laughs> they stink. Man. They have weapons. Yeah, they're not they're using, not using them. them. Jinx, Portugal jinx. <laughs> <laughs> Buy me a Coke. Buy uh, me a Sumo, you mean. Buy me a Super Buck. Sumo. Yeah, no, I think Ghana can take it, man. I just feel like they're playing better and better. But they have five goals already this tournament that's impressive as hell my friend daniel was at the game today he he has his tickets to every korea game and he said that uh, the ghanaian people were getting in the korean fans faces especially the women and the children really no class and you know what i said and he said the same thing was happening with the saudi people and everything and like they're not acting like they've been there before because they haven't been there before. They haven't. Ghana? This is very new to them. The fans. Ghana oh. hasn't done well. Respecting the other fans and not like rubbing in their faces. Because of where the World Cup is? Because they, they're usually the the ones who are just getting beat. You know what I mean? Like this is the World Cup, I feel like, where the bottom half of the teams have caught up to the rich European teams. Oh, so now okay. every world, every game is like hotly contested. Some South American teams and European teams are like, oh shit, these guys actually aren't terrible. Like, we can't just beat them 6 yeah. nothing. And now these fans don't know how to act. Justin <laughs> saying, yeah, the fans are finally getting a little taste of glory and now they're getting cocky and arrogant. Yeah. Mm. I don't get when They're not rub- used to that. Rubbing it in. That doesn't feel good for me. Like, I have friends of like other teams I face and I'm like, hey, good game, man. Like, I never say, like, fuck you, we beat your ass. Yeah. Unless somebody. Except for this. Hey. <laughs> I don't if, even really do that. If somebody's shit talking me, and, and then my team wins, I like to throw it back. But if I have no qualms, then I have no reason. I'm never yeah. going to go up to Yeah, if they're doing it to me, I'll do yeah. a, fr- a friendly shit talk. Yeah, yeah. All right. So apparently th- those are the vibes down on the field from my field reporter, uh, Daniel, <laughs> out in the trenches, okay? All right. Okay. Uh, moving on. Canada played Croatia, and the World Cup dream has come to an end. We lost 4-1 after taking the lead really early. First minute, 67th second actually amazing that's gonna be the fastest canada goal in history for the next hundred years i think it's the fast goal of the sure. tournament this year so far so far yeah. yeah and it's been a game of a or a tournament of late goals davies opens the scoring in the second minute great header keyed up by tejan buchanan uh end of the first half croatia would already take the lead with two goals and then in the second half, they would score two more and call it a day. Eustachio got injured in the game, came off, I think, at half. Changed the game. I think Atiba needed to get off the field earlier, too. Yeah, he's the Ronaldo situation, and I don't even want to give him that much credit. Like, he's like, he shouldn't be playing full games. It's worse yeah. than Ronaldo because he plays in midfield. Like, yeah, you're, midfield. Just, you're running too slow. You're... And he's, 30, he's almost 40 years old, man. Like, come on. Yeah, a couple years older. I think the sub would have been different if Ustaki wasn't injured. Ustaki gets injured, then they change the midfield and they keep Atiba on. I think if everything, all things being equal, in that halftime, maybe Herdman makes a different decision and he, yeah. and he takes a T ball off. I th- the plan should always be take a T ball off at 60 or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No matter who you put on for him. Yeah. Guys like, but you know, Modric's old too, but Modric is playing at Real Madrid and it's so big difference. That guy's something else. Man. Levels to yeah. this shit. They sh- Korea, uh, Croatia showed it that they're so much better. Yeah. Kovacic is playing on Chelsea. It's just yeah. week in, week out, you, you know the difference. But then, you know, there's some guys at the top of our sort of, uh, not pyramid, but literally at the top of the field, David and Laren couldn't really hold the ball up. I don't know what they were da- really yeah. trying to do, but David, David is from Leo. Like, he should be... They weren't giving him good balls to deal with or anything. Mm-hmm. Kind of expected more from him. Kind of sad he hasn't really found a way to make an impact for Canada. Bring him some Osmos. Wake him up. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about our experience, though. I mean, I think it was great going into that second game, feeling like anything was possible, yeah. and then that goal being scored, and Everyone being like, oh, my God, we are going to F Croatia. (laughs) That's what I thought. Yeah, (laughs) because just the way they played in that Belgium game. I I don't know. Maybe they got too much of a buzz off that loss. And it was a loss, right? Yeah, that's the hard part. It was like it it was a loss, but it it felt like a win because they just outplayed them so so much. And it's just the fact that if we had got that one point, it would have made such a big difference. There would at least be hope going into the last game. That just goes to show you Belgium is the worst team in this group. Yeah, but we should have had them. We definitely should have, yeah. I think we could beat Morocco. It depends on what the team's mentality is and how they are feeling. Like, if they go into it, like, how Korea is probably going to go into our game, mm-hmm. being like, well, Korea still has a whole difference. But of just, we're going to play hard no matter what. We want our first World Cup win ever. I think they could beat Morocco. No, 
Morocco's the best team in the group. Oh, I, come on. Yeah, there's part of me that thinks that also. I agree with you, Patrick. <laughs> Fun uh, in the media, after Herdman said they're going to have Croatia, Andre Kramerik, who scored some of the goals, he said he wants to thank Canada's coach for the motivation. Croatia demonstrated who effed whom. I think I could feel they were up for it because of that. Yeah. Like, they're like, fuck you. You don't, we're Croatia. You don't fuck us. Yeah. Yeah, we were in the finals of the last World Cup. Yeah. You do not fuck me. <laughs> I fuck you. <laughs> also, have, come on. How many years have we been doing this podcast where we, our main point of the podcast is there are itches? And yeah. you say Kramerick? <laughs> Guys, Kramerich. Kramerich. Okay. It's an yeah, itchy team. Is that how it is? <laughs> of course. Sad to see Canada go out. But uh, we got one more game. I think they're playing Thursday at 10 o'clock. I think it didn't help that, I mean, all the Canadian media. You're the Canadian media. I thought you guys are on Canada's side. All you're asking them about is that Herdman thing. Like, that isn't doesn't that get a little uh, uh, It's the same as tired? the Ronaldo situation. He's playing the decoy man. True. Take all the heat off the team. I'll take it myself. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. But. I mean, I'm sure the the team actually, you know, they probably have their lines drilled into them, so it makes maybe it makes the interview easier, right? Where yeah. they just have to be like, oh, you know what, we're focused on the next game and we're focused on. Croatia. I think the Croatia media made a bigger deal than the Canadian media. They did this whole fucking Photoshop thing where they gave him a little <laughs> penis. <laughs> yeah. They did. They really did a micro penis, if you will. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was a pretty funny photo. I'm sure you've all seen it. Um, Happy. And they put a bigger they put a bigger Canadian flag covering his mouth, so they're telling him big mouth. Small penis. Oh. Yeah, that was that was yeah. the headlines. Like, yeah. is your is your mouth as big as your balls? Mm. Oh. Interesting. Balls, not dick though. You can yeah. have a tiny dick, but if you have big balls, then you're a real man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some yeah. Tiago Dantas balls. Very confusing. All this. Yeah, <laughs> dick size means nothing. Because that's, thought... that's how sex is. You stuff your balls into the <laughs> vagina. Yeah. I'd rather have a bigger dick and tiny balls. <laughs> yeah. No? Can I or be, what, what can I be honest with you guys? I don't, I don't care, care if about I have my any balls. <laughs> I don't care about my balls. I just want a nice size Johnson. <laughs> That'd be ideal. Yeah. Uh, Who really cares about balls at all? Yeah. <laughs> they just bring you pain. So yeah. Davies had big balls jumping up for that uh, cross that Tejan brought him, mm-hmm. brought him in. You oh, know, beautiful cross. You know, Tejan. He, uh, he impressed everyone apparently, and Best all man. these now they're saying a lot of clubs yeah. want to look at him. Club Bruges has him. Is this someone Grimaldo should be worried for, or what do you guys think? Good question. Um, doesn't we play, play that him? much. I'll yeah. tell you what. Well, uh, thank God. <laughs> he might after this. I'll tell you what. The fact that he put in that cross to score shocked me. Because during the Belgian game, he couldn't cross anything. Yeah. He played true. like trash the first game. I think so, he was the best player in the field yeah. in the Croatia game. Fantastic. Yeah, he played great. Dude, it's crazy. I went to a bar in Toronto, and the bar was at capacity, like, half an hour before the game started and I got in there and it was like maybe 200 people all in denim jackets and Canada jerseys it was crazy it was so cool to have that experience which is like all these people cheering for Canada well it feels good and then you can say that that was the environment you're in for Canada's first goal ever right yeah like, and the place exploded right yeah, yeah. oh it was nuts man that's a great feeling could barely even get to the bar and they were still they were pressing for a second until about the 25th minute 30th minute and then it became just like Croatia and you just felt the tide turning and you're like shit man this is not uh, going well let's talk about Davies for a bit what do you guys think of Davies role I think I think by the time we get to 2026, I feel like he needs to level out a bit and not be so much of the star focus. Yeah, I hope somebody else kind of sneaks in kind of out of nowhere in the next couple years and like takes some of the pressure off of him. I just mean like on the pitch, no one's really sure where he's supposed to play or what he's doing. He's doing like everything for them. He's like, roaming. Yeah. He's roaming. I think he needs a more controlled area where he can just attack a fullback, get down the wing, and cross it in. Are you saying Instead he should play t- left back? I'm not saying. Should, I think he should maybe play left wing. Yeah, or well, something. I think that's supposed to be his position, but, but now, he goes everywhere. Yeah. He's also playing center mid. He's also playing. Uh, I think this attacking game, mid. He's also playing striker. He, he tried to do too much. Like he's like yeah. trying to deep guys, and he just gets the ball taken away from him. Yeah. Like, and, don't the thing, and the thing, too, this going back to Evan's point, too, actually, both your points, this will kind of tie it together. He can do that now. He's 23 years old. He's young. Next World Cup, there's no chance he's going to be able to do that again. It might. He might. I mean, next week, he's going to. Next. Well, sorry. Next he'll week. be in his prime by then. Yeah. Next World Cup, he's, he'll be in his prime. Yeah. Tactically, yes. But I don't think. I don't know. I don't think he's going to have that same kind of stamina. To end, he's going to be the Ronaldo role. He's going to be striker. Yeah. Next World Cup. No, Bar- not striker, well, but like. No, barring. No, barring. No, I'm joking. Barring traumatic injury. 
He's 22 now. He'll be 26 in the next World Cup. That is peak. That yeah. is like that is like the strongest you're ever gonna be. He should just stay his position. He should just not. have a defined role yeah. and just be like destroying people More down the wing or whatever he does. And you know what, guys? By 2026, Carlo Ancelotti will be coaching Canada by Maybe. that time. He loves Canada. You know, Hurtman did a good job, except a little too much loyalty to Atiba, which is a lot of people. Which we're just agreeing with what a lot of people are saying. Yeah, but not just Atiba. He should have made subs earlier. Trying to control the midfield better, mm-hmm. or even go in with a different, uh, different formation. Because I think they're just talking about it. Um, who was it? Uh, Becky, Janine Becky. She was talking about, you know, you go into a team with three strong midfielders. If you're playing three four three, which is what, how Canada set up, your two midfielders, you're gonna lose out to them, and yeah. they did. Yeah, and yep. sadly, one of their sort of hindrances is not Kamal Miller, but Vittoria needs that third center back. Johnson, old. Ha- Johnson had a piss poor game too. Yeah, they were, not good. they were beating him yeah. nonstop. Kamal Miller looked good too, though. Again, oh, he's fantastic. Mm-hmm. He's so good. But I it, hope people are uh, scouting him, looking for him. You said that last podcast. There was no. I, well, I know I said that. <laughs> I want to say it again. But also, there was a moment where he got into it with Modric. They they were fighting. Oh, one thing I want to say. He gave him some shoves, and then he, he said, shoved him. He said, "I don't care." He was like, "I don't give a fuck who this guy is." He said, "Fuck you" to him. Yeah, he said, "Fuck you." Get the fuck out of here. Before um, Croatia started like unleashing on us. You stack you had Modric like tied up. I don't know if you guys like he was just like on him, man, like white on rice. Oh, uh, that's it, probably what it, it yeah. they told him to do, yeah. Dude, it changed the game. Yeah. You stack you getting hurt, unfortunately. Yeah. But Oh, that hurt. I hope he's okay for whenever we get back to Porto. I mean, we got a couple weeks, but yeah, it probably wasn't serious. He'll no, probably Porto be back for Porto. That's just so disappointing though, right? Because it's like, oh man, if fucking this one guy. But that's the thing about having a top tier level team like France. And a Canada team where it's like, this one guy goes out, we're kind of cooked. Yeah. yeah. Whereas France is like, we have our teams injured, but we have other guys. Depth. Like, oh, yeah. yeah it's it's Depth. major. Uh, I just want to say, and you can cut this part if you want, because this is very opinionated. But Whoa, I was watching the broadcast. Tell and us. There was this point where, like, I mean, I think, I don't know, how do you guys, I think the TSN broadcast was, like, pretty eh all the way around. We're Portuguese. We're used to, like, some more in-depth analysis, and they go very surface level because they're used to broadcasting hockey or whatever. I like them. But at one point, Duthie says, Canada's soccer's greatest moment so far. Now, maybe it was an exaggeration, but people are criticizing it because the Canadian woman is sitting next to him, and they're, like, so many Mm. great moments in Canadian women's soccer. Can we not just take it at face value that when you're talking about the tournament you're in and you're watching, he's talking about men's soccer. And then when he's not, he's talking about and then when you're at the women's tournament, he's talking about women's soccer. Like it's two different things. So he's not like trying to overshadow one thing by saying this was great. You know what I mean? Like people really killed him for that. And I'm like, no, you got to think that he's talking about the thing he's watching. I think it was because Janine Becky was there. He didn't want to be like, oh, well. There, there were great moments for your women's team too. He left out the word men's soccer. Men's soccer. Yeah, that's of, what I was gonna say. But he, he left out he, that word. They're at the men's World Cup. Obviously, he's talking about that, men's World Cup. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, people yeah. are just too critical. People are very critical. That being said, you're a sports analyst, and like you, everything you say is important. You should specify, but I'm you not. Should be more careful about your words. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, I don't think he came from a bad place. Yeah. And well, you know what? We're also in a very weird position of one of the countries that it's like the women's team has been so much better and more successful than the men's team for decades or not decades yeah probably decades the last yeah. two decades I think or so you gotta keep them separated <laughs> and i think you can't be comparing women's and men's soccer then you I but no s- but when ronaldo breaks records they're like actually christine sinclair still has the record it's like we can't be comparing them. I'll say this. I'll say this to contradict. Well, then we gotta factor. compare everything else too. If you want to con- compare Christine Sinclair to Ronaldo, I love women's soccer. Oh my god, can we move on? Please? <laughs> I'll say this contradicting my <laughs> own point. Not, forget. This. I'll say this contradicting my own point, and Evan, you can decide what to keep and what not to keep. But I guess the counter argument would be if he was on the desk watching a women's soccer game, would he have said this is the greatest moment in Canadian women's soccer, or would he have just said Canadian soccer? And mm. that, I think, is a question everyone has to kind of ask themselves. we got to go back In and watch the when pa- they won the Olympic medal. That's right. Yeah. On that note, shout out John Herdman. He's the first coach to coach at a Women's World Cup and a Men's World Cup. First coach ever? Yeah. Nice. Good for him. Did the crossover. I like that guy. I yeah, like him a lot. good guy. All right. Little uh, roundup for the rest of the games. England and USA locked at a 0-0 game. I was really hoping USA could win that. Really? Yeah. I was going for England, and I rarely go for England. I just don't. Actually, I shouldn't say that. Something about it. I don't know. It was Thanksgiving in America, and I was like, 
That would be crazy. Um, but yeah, I think you want North American soccer to be on the rise, too. That's yep. probably what it came that's, down yeah, to. That's what I come down to. Taremi gets an assist as Iran get the best of Wales in a 2 nothing win. So that makes this uh, USA game coming up pretty, pretty important. Iran? Yep. USA, Iran. I think Iran can make it out. I think so, too. And then they could beat USA. Dude, and Wales is probably going to go to England with like so much hate and so much pent up anger. I don't know if England are going to make it out. They, if they can get a, if Wales can get a draw, that'd be impressive. But I think England will probably win one nothing, two nothing, something like that. Yeah, most likely. But England Iran, is better than Wales. Iran seems like one of those teams that's growing into the tournament. Like, okay, <laughs> we got smoked in the first game, but like we're not that bad. Trust us, guys. Yeah. <laughs> let's face USA. Let's beat them, and then let's go to the next game, right? Dude, Carlos Quiroz is like becoming this huge thing, man. He went on a Twitter rant the other day. It was crazy. Yeah, he went off. What do you say? What do you say? Jurgen Klinsmann uh, was in a thing. And they were talking about uh, Iran's diving. He said, this is part of their culture. They'll do anything to win. This is very, pretty much call them, calling them dirty cheats, essentially, mm-hmm. without using those words. And then uh, Carlos Kiroj went off on him being like, I think it was like a, it was a thread pretty yeah. much. It was like a, f- you know, five or six th- Did tweet he, thread. Do you think he wrote that or he had someone write that for him? I think he dictated it. Uh-huh. And Kiroj <laughs> said, this isn't just Iran. This is Portuguese culture, too. We also <laughs> dive. <laughs> That's right. And I ran. I ran so far away. All right. Who do you think taught them how to do this? The Portuguese. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Poland beat the Saudis 2-0. Uh, Leva gets his first World Cup goal. Very nice moment. He cried. He teared up. Good for him. And Saudi's not invincible just because they beat Argentina, apparently. Wow. There's only well, so many Rolls Royces you can buy well, for people. Take back those Rolls Royces. <laughs> those were temporary. Dude, but also, if Saudi beats Mexico, that's their last game, they're through. That's two wins. Yeah, we'll oh, yeah. talk about the next game. Mexico looked like shit. Yeah, they fought in the first half, and then they fell asleep in the second. I uh, I went to go watch that game at a Spanish bar with the... Uh, one of my uh, Colombian friends. The international bar. Yeah, the international. <laughs> and um, it was crazy. So Argentina's goalie plays on Aston Villa. And apparently he's not doing too good at Aston Villa. Emmy and, Martinez. Yes, thank you. And uh, he saved a really nice uh, free kick from Mexico. Mm-hmm. And uh, he just kept going off. He's like, he's like, man, he's like, this guy doesn't do shit for Aston Villa. <laughs> he's like, but for Argentina, he shows up. He's like the best player. Yeah. It happens to a lot of guys, man. Yeah. And the opposite happens as well, right? He's got eight. The Argentina goalie, he's got a match Ochoa. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, Messi with a low stonk, which would be the winner. As he, a low uh, shot. It, yeah. We don't have to call it's that a stonk. Shot. It's a shot. It's a yeah. shot. Low shot that hit the post and in. Good shot. Give it nothing. As he knows my, how to do it. As my friend called, a worm burner. A worm uh, burner. <laughs> that was followed by a stonk from Mr. Enzo. I wouldn't say that a stonk. That was Dude, a beautifully no. curved in. That was a that was a stonk. That was a curved in curler into the top corner. Hey man, we're low on stonks this week, so <laughs> we gotta start <laughs> calling some of the stonk of the week. Dude, the entire the entire tournament. There hasn't been a free kick goal other a direct free kick goal other than they're they're starting to call that uh, Moroccan one. But I mean that would just kind of float floated in. Morocco had a nice kind of stonk, I guess, at the end of their the second goal at the end of the game. Yeah, that guy blasted in, but yeah. he's already inside the box. Morocco stunned the Belgians with a free kick. As the Europeans fall asleep during a set piece, Courtois had nothing on it. Kind of reminiscent of like how Bruno's kind of cross into the box happened today. Slightly. And then uh, they scored once again. And Morocco are looking like one of the best teams out there. They look okay, but you know what? Canada's group. Everyone looks beatable. Everyone looks winnable, you know? Yeah. Why don't you rate Morocco? Because they tied Croatia. And I don't rate Croatia. Oh. Croatia looked pretty good against Canada. Let's not do <laughs> MMA math, where if this per- if this team beats this person, then this person so, also beats this <laughs> other person. Sometimes well, but then little... Canada did well against Belgium, yeah, no, so why can't Morocco beat Belgium? They call that MMA math. That doesn't always work. You, you call know? it that? I call it uh, rock, paper, scissors. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Spain tied Germany 1-1, leaving Germany with a single point going into the last game of the group stage. They got to play Costa Rica, who beat Japan 1-0. So that group is just all up for grabs, man. That was one of the few big, big games of the group stage. Yeah. Usually you get, you're get you waiting for this game in the quarterfinals, semifinals. That's where everyone's watching. Like This is going to be two great teams. This is going to be two, a great game. And we haven't really had them at all. We're just like 
waking up at 5 a.m. hoping this uh, Costa Rica Japan game is going to be good. You know what I mean? And this is one where you can actually like set your fucking dial to and be like, we got to watch Spain, Germany. Yeah. And it was good. It, mm-hmm. it, 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 really, it lived game. up to the hype. I went to go watch it at a, a German club in Mississauga. Oh, you went to that place? I went to the Hansa house. Oh, that place is crazy. You've, you've really been taking in the World Cup. I've been watching everything at home. You've been like living I like, it. I like going to the where the crowds are. That's how, yeah. that's the best yeah. way to watch a World Cup. Yeah. And that's what the, jersey do you wear? What color do you I wear? I was wearing my Eustachio jersey in the Hansa house. Oh, wow. Because Canada played right before. Ah, gotcha. Right. Makes sense. Wait, before we move on, let's go back and let's talk about Enzo. Okay. From Benfica. Yep. We watch a lot of them, obviously, and he's going to be picked up by all these teams now because now everyone sees that he's amazing. Do you think he starts next game for Argentina? <laughs> I think yes. he should have been starting before this tournament. I was even su- kicked should off. be, yeah. I was surprised he didn't start the second game because I was like, you saw like he made a little bit of a difference in the first game. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised he didn't. He didn't. Now he, I think he has to now that he scored. They Dude. like to start McAllister. McAllister. <laughs> <laughs> fucking guy Paul. the Home Alone team. What is Kevin! <laughs> Who are these guys in the midfield? Man? Yeah, I don't even know who these midfields are. McAllister plays for Brighton. I like a... McAllister's lost in New York. That's what he is. <laughs> I like a fucking badly doing Argentina, though. Like, I like it that they're doing bad. I like they're playing DePaul. I like they're playing a bunch of guys you've never... That, oh, I want That them... you don't think can win. I want them to suck. I wish Mexico wiped the floor with them. Yeah, I was secretly rooting for Mexico in that bar. Of course, because then they'd be out. Yeah. yeah. The way that Messi wiped the floor with that Mexican jersey. But Whoa. I think, yeah. <laughs> that I was mean, an accident. Yeah, I, that, I don't, wouldn't give too much People are that. blowing that way out of proportion. Yeah. <laughs> Although, like, now that I've heard about this, Canelo Alvarez wants to beat him up. Let's fly Canelo Alvarez out there <laughs> to pay, Doha. I'll, I'll pay for your plane ticket. Yeah, come on. Dude, Canelo might as well fight Hasbro instead. <laughs> well, why is he going to fight Messi? <laughs> but I want to see Messi, it happen. Messi can kick. Let Messi kick. <laughs> I want to see it happen. Yeah, yeah. they. Uh, I think Benfica came out and they said they're not selling him in, in January. I don't no. know if they well, came out and said that, but it's 120 million apparently. Uh, M dot retweeted the amount from what it was originally in the summer. I don't know if they'll raise it because they still have some time before January for him to come home and maybe sign a new thing to yeah. to make it higher. But hopefully they do. But it, that would come with a pay rise. I don't they think would have you, to. Pay I don't think you more. could put higher than 120. I think someone could pay one. I think Manchester United could pay 120 in January. If you want him in January, you pay 120. Benfica have the best sales team in the planet. These guys (laughs) can sell anybody to anybody. No, I don't want them to pay 120. I want them to pay an astronomical amount because I want to keep them for the last half of the season, no matter what. But no one's going to pay 120 in January. Dude, 120. Manchester United could pay Manchester 120. Okay, then do it. They could. Why are you saying then do it? I don't want that to happen. 120 is astronomical for a player like him. I think 80 is a fair price. It's a it's. Paying way overpriced to pay yeah. 120. I don't think so. Now with in, with inflation, have you seen the price of eggs in China right now? <laughs> you guys try to buy a leaf of lettuce lately? Mm. You think in uh, the summer they'll get 120? They won't. Of course they will. No, they won't. Dar- they got 120 for Darwin or one. He I'm will- just saying I don't think that number is safe enough. I think they need to give him a little pay rise and and maybe uh up that up that ante. Okay. Pay him more. If they're scared. Pay the men his money. Cameroon come back to tie Serbia 3-3. The heroes are Abu Bakar, former Porto striker, and Chupa Motang. The new Lewandowski, which by default makes him better than Brazilian Ronaldo? Of course. Ooh, scoop. It was more of a scoop than a chip. That's a scoop. Scooped it. Scooped it. Wow. And it got the bounce outside the net. (laughs) It almost bounced over. Scooped like a scoop of ice cream. Two scoops of raisins. (laughs) Yeah, that was crazy. That's Probably the goal of the day. Other news? You guys got anything else? I pretty much don't care about anything till the next time Portugal play. Yeah. Looking forward, I want to see England play. <laughs> I was going to say go out, but that'd be rude. Uh, at first, I was waking up at 5 and watching all the games. Started waking up at 8 and watching most of the games. But I find when Portugal's not involved, I'm just looking at my phone the entire time. <laughs> I can't keep my eyes concentrated. And then I'm looking at a screen for about, I want to say, like, Eight hours. Is this how desk job people do it? Like, dude, I cannot. Afterwards, my eyes hurt. It, it's it's. Well, they go for lunch and they talk to uh, other people at the lunch table. They hang up by so, the water cooler. Water cooler. They develop smoking habits. You Smoke know. breaks. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's how the cool people. You've never been in an office. You go to an office. You're like, why is this guy cooking up fish in the microwave? <laughs> Stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, microwave you fish. You brought the bacalhau again. Okay. R.I.P. Fernando Gomes, two-time FC Porto Golden Shoe winner, uh, won the Champions League with Porto, dies at the age of 66. So that's why they called him Bibota. He won two Golden Boots, 
be both though. I had to look that up. Wow. <laughs> Thanks for breaking that down. Yeah, mm-hmm. I had to look that up. But uh, yeah, shout out to him. Always uh, sad to lose a former Portugal star. Too I young. Am. Too young. Too young. I knew about him because I knew that's why Nuno Gomes he uh, he adopted the name Gomes because that's not one of his actual names. Why? <laughs> really? Yeah, he wanted to be like Fernando Gomes. <laughs> and Nuno Gomes, I think, is from Porto, right? I believe. He doesn't have the name Gomes at all in his name. No, he has the name Gomes from the from this man Fernando Gomes. Who like how his, like who how his Manish idol. like how Manish wanted to be like Manish. That's right. It's true. That's crazy. It's wild. Uh, stonk of the week. I'm gonna say one of uh, Fernando Gomes' great stonks from Porto, probably. <laughs> I'm gonna change it to scoop of the week for uh, Abu Bakr. Scoop of the week, <laughs> Abu Bakr. Sure, you can have that. Uh, Juan Wonder. I think that's an easy one today. Bruno. 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 Definitely. Yep. Uh, thanks once again for listening. Hit us up on the social at Portugal underscore corner on Twitter at the Portugal corner on Insta. Email us at the Portugal corner at gmail.com. Subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast. Take a minute to leave a rating or a view. Check out the old episodes if you want to hear about some club footy. Happy to get back to that. Um, final thoughts? Inspirational messages. Let's keep these good vibes going. Just, you know, enjoy your World Cup. Wear mm-hmm. your jerseys. Wear your Cernucci chains. Yep. Yeah. And, wear, uh, definitely wear your jerseys and celebrate every win like it's your last. We're getting fucked up today and we're drinking a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, is there anywhere out there you wear the same jersey for the whole tournament or do you rotate? You want to go through all your jerseys? I'm going on a rotation. I'm rotation. On rotation. Rotation's good. I'm wearing whatever they're wearing. You're wearing what they're wearing. You're sticking with the bandera as long as they're doing that? Well, next game they're going to wear the white jersey, so I'm going to wear that. Okay, and also I have another question, too. So I just picked up the sickest Portugal's training jersey, right? I like. Is it it bad luck for me to wear the training jersey during the game? No. No. Okay, good, because I want to rock this bitch. I think I'm going to order that. It's pretty sick. Yeah. Yeah. Have a good one. See you next week. Goodbye.